a name for this. Yeah, I have no idea. I thought we could call it maybe like the Hannah and Me podcast or something. Hannah and Me? Yeah. Because okay. it's more about you, right? No. We're doing this for you. This is 50-50. Oh. No, we are like, right, because we're going to teach each other. Okay. We're going to discuss things with each other. We have our own opinions and perspectives. You know, we're coming together to discuss and just learn. Okay. Maybe we should just call it the Hannah and Helves. Isn't that what you used to That's call perfect, me? perfect, because we're both H-Helves. <laughs> the H and H. H and H. Well, how did we first meet? So we met, oh my gosh, how long has it been? 20... I'm 25 14? now. And so it was like nine, like eight years ago. Because we met when I was 16. It was 2012? And I'm 25 now. 2011. Because oh. it was 2011 to 2012 was my junior year. So Helvy was my teacher when um, I was a junior and a senior. And that is how we met. So 2011 to 2012, and then 2012 to 2013. Man. That's when I graduated. I thought it was, I thought it was newer. <laughs> no, it's been a long time. Wow. Wow. And then you'd come from Texas? Uh, yeah, so I had just moved back from Texas, and that was like the first school that I was going to um, since I had moved back, so. And now here you are in and conservative Utah. In Springville. A redhead in the cold. Back in Springville. <laughs> South Utah County. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, love it. Like ultra conservative. Woo, go Donald Trump. Yeah, but I've, got my, I've got my rainbow flag like, <laughs> hanging on my porch. And so like whenever there's wind or anything, I can just like hear it go on. I know everyone in my neighborhood is like, there's that, that girl. With no. her rainbow flag on the porch. No one's stolen it yet? No. Yeah. No, I because I've got good energy. My like my place is protected by the good vibes. So well, it is just a good symbol for my neighborhood, I think. I noticed you had a picture of the uh, the neighborhood watchdog. Yes. Yes. Kaya, my little dog. She just turned 11. Oh, my. Right after Thanksgiving. I've had her, yeah, since I was like 14. Oh, my gosh. It's a long time. Wow. Well, back when I was teaching you in school, you were my anatomy student and my anatomy uh ta yeah don't ask me any anatomy questions now <laughs> and you were you were a, a good writer since i made you guys do essay questions oh, yeah. and stuff 100 yes i could totally do that i found um one of them i think you gave it to me like a couple years after um, I graduated, like probably when you were back still adjusting me. <laughs> I think when I was pregnant and I was like desperate and I was like, you need to be adjusting me. That's right. Um, and yeah. So I think you gave me one of the essays I wrote and it was the one about my sister and like the endocrine system and all that one. That one was really fun. Those were fun. And it was a really good way to learn. It was, it was great. I think I've got two or three of them we found. I think I might've sent you pictures of yeah, them. That was a yeah. while ago. Twilight found them. But yeah, I kept those. But yeah, so we kind of connected there and... I'm kind of a different teacher. I like to have the rebels, but I don't think you were too much of a rebel. No. I think you were before, maybe. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, I was totally a rebel. And then I think I pulled it back a little bit, like junior year. And then senior year, I was a little bit more of a rebel. You're I a almost, good student. Yeah, I mean, I almost got suspended senior year for that prank. Wait, the, did you guys do the, the drink prank or the water prank? No, it was because we took down the American flag. It was me, I don't know if I should say names, but me and another senior, um, we took down the American flag and we had a um, teacher there, or I won't say a teacher, but someone who worked at the school, an employee. They made sure that we folded the, the flag correctly. Like we did it every, like the way we were supposed to. And we put up another flag that we had made and it was like, you know, 
merit beware, the seniors are cool or something. And it was literally up for 24 hours because a different senior went and ratted me out. Yes, yep. So it was like, um, they went into another teacher's class and they were like, this was the people in the office. And they were like, you know, where's the flag? This is so wrong, we need it. And one of the other seniors ratted me out and I almost got suspended. But um, I think they just like knew I was a good student. And they were like, you know, Hannah, she was just trying to like do something fun. They're seniors. And it was me and another really good student who, you know, and we like, there was an employee there. And once the employee like was contacted, they were like, no, they, like they did everything by the book. It was amazing. But besides that, yeah, I was totally an awesome student. I just was trying to have fun. It's a senior I prank. Was, like, yeah, well, I also got um the big school spirit thing in the yearbook. I was named most school spirit. And that was like, just a representation of that doing the senior prank was the school spirit, but you know, they did not see it that way. Did you have a male principal or a female principal? It was, um, well, it was like in transition. Oh, it was so a it transition was like year. during that crazy time. When we had like six yeah. principals yeah, that year. I, yeah, so I started out with one and then a month later we had another one and then two months later we had another principal. And one of my unfavorite principals. Yeah, that was a really, really fun year. My junior year was when, yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, let's see. So since you've graduated, we've kind of done some stuff together with photography and and some stuff with Duke, your son, if we're allowed to say his name. And and then but you you've kind of taken off into a holistic healing or holistic mind, body and soul work. Sure. Yeah, I would just say like vibes, healing. I believe um well, I know that I am an empath. It's just very easy for me to feel people's, um, like their energies or their emotions. It's just always been easy for me growing up. And I think that's part of like the life I grew up in. You just have to learn to be um, observant and like kind of walk on eggshells and you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of live your life around other people. So that helped with my empathic abilities. But for sure, I think, yeah, I'm just like a healer and I use my um, my energies and my knowledge and my education and all of like the experiences and everything that I've been through to um, the goal is just to help people, help people be happy and to heal. So you, you, you're like a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent in general. Yeah. But you're, but you're pretty good at defending yourself and sticking up for yourself. Oh yes. I did not used to be, but 100% now in the moment I can do it. It's, it takes a long time. Like if you are someone who is maybe just an introvert, you've never even had any trauma, it's hard to stand up for yourself. But when you are an introvert and a people pleaser and all of the things that like just make me me, it was just so hard to stand up for myself. But through, you know, years of trying and learning and setting boundaries and just becoming more of who I am, I can totally stand up for myself and I try my best to be an advocate for everyone and to give a voice for, you know, the people who don't have a voice or are not comfortable sharing their voice right now. Yeah, which is, which is a lot of people need that help because I'm the same way, you know, my background being in chiropractic then finally doing my school teaching, which I wanted to do, but I listened to somebody else and let them talk me into going to chiropractic school, I was going to teaching school and mm -hmm. I should have stayed with that. And then you'd, you'd mentioned about trauma, which I don't want to talk about that today, or I don't think we should talk about that today, but it's something that we share in common mm -hmm. also yeah. with that. So we, I think I can say we share a trauma brain. Oh yeah, 100%, we both have a trauma brain. Yeah, it's, I mean, our brains are totally different. We take in information different. We feel things differently. You know, our opinions about everything are different because of that. 
yeah, totally. I, I think, in my opinion, I think you're stronger than I am. I think you're able to protect better. And I don't know if that goes with gender or not, but I, but you're giving me a funny <laughs> look there. But I see you as, you're, you're pretty strong with being able to stand up when you see injustice. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm giving you a funny face because I don't think I'm stronger than you. I think we are strong in different ways. And you are totally, totally strong. But let's like, we'll, we can go. <laughs> That's so um, funny. Um, but like back to the teacher thing, I want to say something about that is you, just like you said, you almost went the wrong way or like you had people talk you into going into chiropractic school. Like you, this is how we met, but like you changed my life as a teacher. You, like I was going through so much and you know, but like you changed my life. So you were there for a purpose and I'm just so glad you did make it to merit which I know I've said the school. Um, I'm so glad you made it to that school and we were able to connect because you changed my life, seriously, so. Well, thank you, and I, I feel the same way too. I just, I, I used to believe in a higher power before, but now I just believe in universe and, and radio frequencies and mm -hmm. airwaves and I believe our brains put something out and it, it just, when you walk into a room, there's just certain people, you just, you can look at them and just say, Okay, that that's a person I want to you know be friends with right there. Right, or or vice versa. That's a person I don't want to be around. Yeah, which is funny too because I find myself when I know I'm not supposed to be or I don't want to be around them, I still gravitate towards them, and then I want to try and help them. Mm, okay. Do you ever feel that way, or do you ever feel yeah. like you, you put yourself out too much though? No, I mean I totally. I think that's how I used to be, and now I realize like I think just because we are healers, like. We are both healers. We like to make people happy. We like to help people grow and to heal. You know, we are, we're 100% healers. And I think we just automatically attract people who are broken or who, people who need healing. And so it's just easy for those people to come to us. So when you say, I tend to gravitate towards those people, it's like the other way around. They are gravitating towards you because you are the healer. So when you find a lot of people in your life where you're like, oh, wow, they're so like, this person and this person and you know it's because you know whether it's conscious or not they're like they know that this person they know that you help them so does that make sense oh yeah yeah and i know that's I, I like how you put that because i always take the negative side first you do <laughs> you are a pessim pessimist. pessimistic and and i like that the way that you said that because i've never thought about people gravitating towards me i'm always feeling like yeah i've got it you know it's always me it's always me yeah but that's going to go back to incidences from 12 years old and yes, stuff. Yes, I think I I used to have that exact same train of thought where like, why why do I always, you know, go for these people? Or for me, it was always romantically or friendships. It was, why, do, why, why am I always attracted to these people? Why are my friends doing this? Or why do they treat me like this? And I realized it's, you know, later it's because they needed some healing and whether or not they realized that I was providing healing for them. So it's a good way it's like, I, sometimes I think we're like yin and yang, me and you, <laughs> because like you are so pessimist and I'm like so optimist, optimist, but I used to be like where you are. And I think it's just, I have like my little guy, he just like changed my life, my little light. And now I just like, everything is just different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your, your focus is definitely on making sure that he has what he needs, not what he, how do you say that? There's a lot of times growing up or when we have kids and stuff, we think that we have to give them everything, mm -hmm. but yeah. we don't. I make sure, I, 
One but you thing, give him what he needs. Yes, I make sure he has everything he needs to develop into, you know, a healthy adult. I make sure he has the most optimal functioning, healthy environment that, you know, a child should have. And I make sure he has it. Yeah, but it's something to talk about later on, too, is some of those environments that you've been able to remove yourself from and him from. And it's, and it's probably been good that he was there, too, because I think that gives you that extra push to take better care of yourself. Yes, 100%. I mean, my life would be so different. I can't imagine what kind of path I would be on or where I would be if I didn't have Duke. Like, he just 100% changed my life. I'm on, a like, the path I'm supposed to be on. You know, I have a degree where I can help people, but I also have, through the process of getting that, I just learned so much and I did so much internal healing and I never would have like taken that step in that direction if it hadn't been for him. And it just like was, he was an angel. He's my angel. <laughs> I just say he's my light. He's my light. He changed my life. Cute, cute guy. Lots of energy, which is yes, good. So much energy. Well, when it comes to healing, you know, being a chiropractor for all those years, I guess it'd be over 20 years now. We, we are, we're taught the body's a, is a whole. Mm-hmm. And we, we look at everything. It's not just my back hurts today. It's like, what else can be causing this? When you look at some of your, because you didn't go to school for healing. No. You know, your, your degree. Well, like my degree is, I have um, a bachelor's in behavioral science and family studies. So it's not um, holistic healing, but it's um, like... Medical. It's one part it's of it, like though. It's like counseling, yeah. It's like healing for the mind. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's like kind of a little bit of psychology. So how do you take some of the stuff that you learned at school and then where you are today, how are you building what you're, what you're building? I, mean, I know. We don't even know what I'm building yet. I have no idea. I'm kind of waiting for that inspiration from the universe. It'll happen, I think, so soon. I'm so excited. Um, but I think the biggest thing I take from my time at UVU is um, people in general and also just understanding, um, the brain and psychology and sociology and why people choose to do the things they do because of their culture or the specific culture that we grew up in or because of trauma or because of their sexuality. Like one of my absolute favorite classes was human sexuality. It was amazing. If you ever have the chance to take a sexuality class, you know, through your school or through anything, take it. You will not regret it. You will learn so much about yourself and just people in general. But I think I guess use like the curriculum and really like the knowledge that they give you that they want you to use in counseling or, you know, to use papers or to write in papers or thesis or topics or whatever. I just use that in like my healing. I just use it to um, observe people and then use that information, like what I've gotten there and then my own experiences to come to my own personal conclusion. So you're, so the big thing was, is that you, you had learned this very, um, scientific approach to healing the mind, but now you've taken more of a spiritual route or added a spiritual route to that healing. Yes. So I, I'm not religious at all. I'm very spiritual. I just believe that, um, what you put out there, you're going to get back. Like the good vibes that you send out will return to you in, you know, some form in some way when you need them. One of the biggest like vibes that I'm sending out right now is that all of my bills will be paid early, not on time, not late, 
early. All my bills would be paid early. And like, that may seem so silly to someone listening to this, but you know, to me, like that's a big deal. I want to be able to pay every single one of my bills early, like in advance. And recently I just got a really big check in the mail out of the blue, totally a surprise, was not expecting it. Like this person has no reason to be sending this check to me. And there was like no explanation. It just was like, okay, thank you universe. You know, a little clap. That was awesome. Thank you universe for giving those vibes back to me. And especially at like this time of year in 2020, it was just like a total, total universe miracle. It was amazing. Yeah, we should say it's December 14th. We're nine months into COVID-19, you're a single mother. Yeah, moved out of my home in March because of a domestic violence situation, had to move into a hotel for a few days and then get into a new apartment. Absolutely crazy. This is right at the beginning of isolation and quarantine. So like it was just insane. And then we got into a new apartment and we had to quarantine and isolate. And then I broke my foot. (laughs) Yeah, broke my foot. Couldn't do anything for like five months, I guess like three months. And then I was on crutches for like a month and it just was so insane. This has been the craziest year. Yeah. 2020 has been one for the books. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely added a little bit extra stress on there. And so, yeah, so that, that makes it harder too. And then when you're trying to, when you're trying to ask for some reception or some love from the universe, how do you do that when you're getting hit from the universe at the same time? Because isn't it the universe that's also throws some of the punches? A hundred percent. But how are those punches changing you? How are those punches actually benefiting you? Like for some, for an example in, um, what year, like 2018, I was in a rush to graduate for 2019. I really should have waited to graduate this year because it would have been, you know, less stressful. I wouldn't have had to take 18 credit hours, be a single parent and do an internship in like one semester. And I did that for two semesters in a row. Like it was just was so crazy. And my timeline was for 2020, but I ended up graduating and walking in 2019 because that was so, so important to me. And I thought it was like, I thought it was, you need to hurry up and get this done. Like I was comparing myself and I was like, this is a punch from the universe. Like you're not doing good enough. You need to hurry up and be graduated. And really it was a, you need to get this done because next year, 2020, you're not going to be able to walk because of COVID. Like no one, no senior who graduated this year, like basically at any college, especially at the college we went to, got to walk and get that picture, you know, walk across with those hundreds and thousands of people watching and do the live stream. And that was important to me. I had worked really hard. I wanted to walk across that stage, get my diploma, you know, do the little picture with my cap. Like that was so important to me. And I looked forward to that and I wouldn't have been able to do that this year. So it was like, I thought it was a punch from the universe, but really it was a benefit. Like I was so stressed, but I like, that was something I worked for and the universe knew that and it made sure that it happened for me. Like, like that's just one example of how you think something is, when one door closes, another one opens. Like you literally just told me that two weeks ago on the phone, you said that to me. You were like, when one door closes, a window opens. I think is what you said, (laughs) a window. And I was like, yes, exactly. Like when, when you think something is negative, it really probably is a positive or a good sign from the universe that, you know, something good is gonna happen. And maybe they're just removing negative. Your high power is just removing something negative that you don't need in your life because it's causing you stress. 
Yeah, I think I think yeah, because I remember when we had that conversation, and then I think it was just last week I had somebody else say something on a podcast or whatever, and they they were like, "Oh no, it was uh, Vanessa Lau. This we've been talking about her, yeah, and she's a powerful woman, powerful female, powerful yes. human, and um, she was talking about how we say no to things sometimes, or somebody tells us no, and we just take it as a as a failure. But yeah. it's like, wait a minute, I just left the home that was safe and comfortable and but I got this apartment that opened up for me. Yeah. Or I, I, you know, finished school and look what happened with the broken foot and with, with COVID and everything else. And it's just like, sometimes we need others to tell us no, or sometimes we need to be able to say no for ourselves because there's got to be something else out there. It can't always just be uh, Donnie's pessimism. <laughs> there's got to be something good for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I broke my foot, I was so upset. I was like, are you kidding me? I need to be working. I like, I am a mover. Like I don't just sit, like sit down. Like I, any job I've had, I move around, I'm standing. And that was just so terrible for me to have to like sit and like do nothing. I could not move. I was totally immobile for like the first month. Like I would crawl to the bathroom because I didn't have crutches at first. Like it just was, was so crazy. But at the end of it, like I was doing a, a Skype or a Zoom session with my therapist and we were like talking and she was like, so like what, you know, what's one positive? Like you've had so many, you know, negative things that have, or, you know, hard things, hard challenges that have come out of you breaking your foot. What is one, what's, what's one positive thing? Can we find one good thing? You know? And I was like, oh gosh, are you kidding me? No. And then I was like, well, you know, I guess it has fo- it's forced me to focus on the things I can change and not the things I can't. Because I literally could not do so much. Like I, you know me, I am a very homey mom. Like I make breakfast and lunch and dinner like every day. I could not do that. The house was not clean and I am like an OCD person. You know, it was very, very difficult and it forced me to let go and realize that there were some things I just could not control. And that was totally okay. Like we survived. We laughed a lot. Duke and I watched a lot of movies. We colored, we played Pokemon. He is a pro at Pokemon cards. (laughs) He turns five tomorrow and he can like, I'm telling you, like outplay any 40 year old Pokemon pro. He's insane. And we just, I, it was so amazing to have that time to focus on the things I could change and not the things I couldn't. And that was like another thing that the universe gave me. I thought it was going to be terrible breaking my foot and being forced to not do anything, but it just turned out to be such an amazing experience. And I'm so grateful that I broke my foot. I can't believe I say, like, I'm, I can say that, but like, I am so grateful I broke my foot. I still have pain and I hate it so much, but I'm still so grateful. So that's, I mean, thinking back to 2011, 2012, that's not something that really I think of you ever telling me that you were taught that this, this type of an attitude about. No, no. What, what helped? I did not have this attitude. I think even a few years ago, um, I think the biggest turning point, like I remember it was shout out to Demi Lovato. I love you. I was driving down to Arizona to go to a Demi Lovato concert and I was by myself. (laughs) Drove down by myself because you know me, I love Demi Lovato. I was like, I'm gonna go. Doesn't matter, I will drive the 10 hours by myself to Arizona to see Demi Lovato. 
no questions. And I did, and it was amazing. She's just beautiful. I love her. Yeah, I always know when Demi Lovato has a new song out because yes, you send it to yes, me, yes. which I love. Literally, like within seconds, or like any announcement, or like when she got her haircut. I, I think I yeah, you did. It to you. You. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, she's so beautiful. I just, I just love her. Um, so when I was driving down, when I was driving down, I was listening to a um, audiobook by, oh shoot, um, Mark Manson. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, oh, yeah, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's a book, and then it was on audiobook, and I was listening to it on the way down, and I have no idea where in the book it says it, but at some point, he makes an analogy, and I think it... Have you read it? Oh, yeah. I've not, I haven't panda? read it, but I've listened to it twice on oh, With the little panda. I think it was somewhere like before or after little, the panda, when he was like talking about the panda. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, it's been a few years since I've... I've listened to I know, it. I, have it on my I haven't Audible. listened to it since then, but like anyway, at some at some point he says in the book, um, you you can change your perspective. Like something about that. It's all about your perspective. It's how you look at it. So why not look at it from the best perspective you can? You might as well. Because if you don't, then you're gonna be looking at it from the perspective you have, and it sucks. You're not happy. So change your fucking perspective, I think is like literally yeah. what he says. And on the way home from that, I got a flat tire and it was like so stuck on, I could not get it off. So I had to call AAA and I was like in the middle of nowhere and then he had to come out and he could not get it off. So he had to like wedge wood underneath the tire. He like jacked it up and he had to like wedge to get it off. Like it was just was so tight on there, it was ridiculous. But then I was like, okay, well, what is this? What is my, what is my good perspective out of this? And I still have no idea what my perspective out of that was, but there's something and I'll realize it later. But then like literally two days later at UVU, at the top of UVU, you know, behind like Hobby Lobby and all that, there's that roundabout. Yeah. I was going through the roundabout. I was in the roundabout and this girl just comes in and hits me. And I'm with Duke and Duke's in the back seat. Like we were safe, we were totally fine. I drive a really big car. So we were good to go. She just comes in to the roundabout, hits me. She just was not paying attention. Like she got a ticket and of course all that stuff. But like right after we were sitting there and I was at first so upset. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm gonna be late for class. My, I have my son in the back seat. He is, the, the, literally daycare is around the corner. If This couldn't have happened 30 seconds later when my son is safe inside the building. Like all of these things are going through my head and I could have like gone angry with this girl, like, you know, gone off on her. What are you doing? You didn't even look, blah, 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 blah. But instead, like we got out, we were totally fine. My car was fine. Like they replaced the bumper. That was it. Maybe the light was cracked. Her car was totaled. The whole side of her car was totaled. She was fine. She had to crawl out the other side and she just is apologizing. She's apologizing. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? And I noticed she was wearing a shirt, um, it was a Love Loud shirt and it was from the first Imagine Dragons Love Loud or festival at UVU and it had just been like two months prior to this or a few months prior to this and I had been there and I saw that and then I just Love Loud and I thought, okay, I'm gonna change my perspective and I was like, no, everything's fine, we're totally fine and we were just nice to each other and her insurance covered everything and like I just, at, for some reason at that moment, I thought of those lines from Mark Manson. It was like, change your fucking perspective. And so I changed my perspective and it was like, 
I don't think if I had changed my, my perspective, I would have noticed that we had a commonality in her shirt because I, you know, you would have had adrenaline and I would have been probably yelling at her, my kid's in the backseat, what are you doing? But I calmed down and I changed my perspective and we had a commonality and we even like discussed Imagine Dragons and like how amazing the concert was. So I think that was the very starting point of me changing my attitude because I saw like in such a huge example like how changing your perspective can totally change a situation. Like, I don't know if you've been in a car wreck, but they can be totally scary. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and normally people are not nice. They're it's like tunnel vision. Right, and like they're like exchanging insurance, and you're not you're not really worried. Are you okay? How are you doing? Blah blah blah. And it was just like I had been in a car wreck before that years ago with my mom, and this was just totally different. Totally different experience. I have like no ill feelings for that girl. The car was fixed, her car got fixed. Like it was just was a learning experience. And I think that was the really pivotal point of me changing my attitude. But also we have trauma brain. So like it was conscious effort for years to get to this attitude. Well, you're, you're, you're probably sitting there thinking, well, I know she hit me, but man, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better to protect yeah. everything? Yeah, well, and also, and um, maybe this is just me, but it's also, well, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. Universe, yeah. what did I do? Can you not just give me one break? Like, that was my first thought. And you know, like, why? Why is this happening to me? Can I not get one break? Like, I just had a flat tire coming back from Arizona a couple of days ago. Now I'm getting in a car accident. Are you kidding me? You know, like, that's my thought. Now it's cool. Well, maybe it means it's time for a new car, you know, like, and whatever happens, it's always when one door closes, another one's going to open. That's just well, how yeah. it goes. And we were raised in a, the dominant religion here, too. And it always yeah. teaches us, too, that if something bad happens to you, you've done something yes. wrong in it, your life. It was your fault. Yeah. 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 No you matter what. You didn't pay your tithing. You said a cuss word. You had a dirty thought. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh. Yes. No matter what, it was your fault or you didn't do enough or you're not doing enough. Because if you were doing enough, then this would be happening. And yeah. then it's okay. So... Now we're all chasing perfection. We're all perfectionists. You're right. And the prescriptive path is here. Yeah. And that was always, it was always prescribed to us how it was supposed to be. And, and then you when could it never doesn't, reach it. Right. So now if something bad happens to us, hopefully we can see that it's like you're saying right now, I'm learning a lot from you about, let's, let's take around, just let's, let's see what the universe is trying to talk to me. Flip it. My, my therapist always says too, you know, you may be having an anxiety attack or you may be having problems with this or that. Just sit back and see what your body needs see what you need right now and it's like oh wait you want me to think about me right now i'd rather be a belligerent son of a bitch and you know whatever and not worry about me and be a pain in the ass to everybody else and it's like no just sit back and relax so part of the reason why we've come together on this is because we kind of want to talk about our lives and our experiences and what has brought us together and brought us to where we are now and we want to help others out there see that there's a way through life. Yeah. Even if you've had trauma or not had trauma or done whatever. But you've said some things here, like you had that auto accident, you had that, you had that, that revealing moment mm -hmm. that changed your life. So, so my brain would normally say, if I'm listening to this, that means everything is perfect for you right now. Everything works <laughs> out all the time. There's never, you never get mad. Oh, no. You never have any controversy. It's just universe loves me. No. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Or well, I don't know what they would say. Right. You know? No, I wish it was, well, I guess not drugs, but sex and rock and roll. I'll totally take sex and rock and roll. But it, it's totally not that way. And it, I think as human beings, we 
just kind of have to roll with the punches. Like, there's a lot of things that we can't control. We cannot control other human beings. Like, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say I could get back out in my car and get in a car wreck again, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna say that. <laughs> don't don't, don't put that out. <laughs> no, um, like we just have to roll with the punches. So it's like, what can I do to make this easier for me? So I still have challenges. Like I just said, I had a really terrible experience in March and COVID and everyone has been hit hard in some way by this crazy year. And I could be very sad or I could be very angry and be like, this is not fair. Like, why does this keep happening? Why blah, 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 blah. Or I can look at it and say, well, I had been wanting to move out for a while and it was a catalyst. I moved out immediately and I got up an apartment that I love in a safe neighborhood. I moved out very quickly. And at the same time, the universe was giving me little subtleties, little, little hints saying you need to um, downsize. <laughs> Cause like for two months before, just I wanted to not have so much stuff. I just decided I did not need all the clothes. I just don't wear, yeah. As a, if you're a girl, you know what I'm talking about. You buy clothes, the tags stay on, and they sit in your closet for months. I didn't know that. And yes, this is a thing. And I just, you go back months later and you try and return it because you're like, seriously, I've never worn it. You can see the tag is still on here. I don't have the receipt. And they're like, well, sure, I'll just give you store credit. And it's literally been so long that the barcode doesn't even show up. Like that, that has happened to me and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I need to wear it then because I'm keeping it. <laughs> you know, there's things like that. I have no idea what I was saying. Totally lost my train of thought. No, you're, you're just saying that you, you wanted to downsize and that you wanted to. Oh yeah. Little hints from the universe that just kept, that were like, not that you're going to move out soon. They weren't big, you know, neon signs saying you need to get ready to move. It was, hey, you don't need all this stuff. Let's just declutter a little bit. And so when it did come to that crazy moment when I needed to move out quickly, there was a lot less stuff to move. And like, even if there was some stuff that was still there, it was like I had already cataloged in my mind when I moved the things I wanted and the things I didn't need. And so like, it was just such a blessing from the universe because in the situation I was in, it was so crazy, very traumatic, and I did not need those extra, well, do I really need this? Let's just pack it all and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. It was, okay, I know I don't need this. I know I want this because I already decided, you know? So there's, like, the universe, I think once you decide, okay, I'm, I'm with it, universe. I'm going to accept that if I put out good vibes and I have a good attitude that you are going to help me, the universe is gonna help you. Even if you don't know it and you don't realize it until later, like me, the universe is conspiring to help you. Like another example, when I just got fired. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up this week, but go ahead. Fired, I got fired. I still can't believe it. Like I just had to, like two days ago, I had to like say again, I got fired and that's okay. You know, because for the first I think the first like seven days I was in denial. Like, no, I just, I cannot believe I got fired. Like I'm a very hard worker. I'm a very, anyway. So I just, I, I've gotten to the point now where I realized it was not about me. And I, I knew it then. I even told you on the phone, like when it happened, I was like, I know why this happened, blah, blah, blah. And we like can go more into that. But I just realized like, it's not, it wasn't about me. 
I got fired and that's okay. But the day I got fired, I called you and I was like, listen, we have been talking for months since March. Yeah, really, since March. To, to I think this. I was in California. You were, and we were texting, and then you had just come out, and you, like, got stuck here, and then you're <laughs> yeah, still got here. Stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> and we we were like, hey, we're going to do a podcast. We've been talking about it for months. And so I called you. After, like, literally, I was on my way home. <laughs> I was on my way home. I had just gotten fired. Like, three minutes into my drive, I called Helvi, and I was like, we need to do this podcast. We're doing the podcast it's getting done. Like we just have to do it. We've been talking about it. Now is the time. My schedule is open. Like well, here we go. And it, I think it's just so, I want to say ironic, but it's not ironic. It was the universe conspiring in our favor that today is a new moon. Okay. This is even crazier because the full moon was a full moon lunar eclipse and today is a new moon solar eclipse. So they're both eclipses and this is the last um, new moon of the year. And so a full moon, so full moons are all about like, um, normally it's reaping what you, oh, I get them confused. Okay. So someone correct me if you're listening to this and you know, you can let us know. Um, the full moon or the new moon, I'm pretty sure it's the full moon is like reaping what you sow. Cause yes, cause new moon is planting your seeds. Yes, yes, I was, I was right. Yeah, you're doing fine. Trust, trust you yourself. Trust my gut, yeah. The full moon is like reaping what you sow, but this one, because it was an eclipse, it was all about clearing out all that bad energy. Anything that was not gonna be serving you, it was basically like a big clean slate. We're gonna get rid of it. And I was like, that morning, I sent, like I have, so I have two Instagrams. One's like a personal for friends and I post a lot about my son on there. And then my like public one is where I do my healing and my body positivity and things like that. But on my Happy Hannah, my public, I had um, reposted something that I had seen and it was saying, it was an affirmation and it was like, let this, let this um, eclipse clear out anything that is causing me stress, anything that is not going to serve me. Let it be cleansed away with this moon. And literally three hours later, I got fired. And it was just such a blessing because she, it was not a healthy environment. I think we'll just leave it at that. Um, it was just not a healthy environment. It just turned out to be such a blessing that I got fired. And now today on a new moon, we are starting our podcast and new moons are, we're planting a seed and this is going to be for like 2021. So really this new moon today is going to be, um, like the starting point, like the stepping stone for the next six months. So basically we're going to be podcasting a lot for the next six months. <laughs> and I would think literally like I will call it right now. I am thinking by the end of June or the beginning of July, like we will have such a pivotal moment with the podcast. Like we will, something crazy is going to happen. I'm telling you. So I'm we'll call it. And I, don't get the, I, don't get the, I don't get them anymore. Yes. Well, it's funny too. Cause thinking about that. Cause I was in California. I remember I was sitting in the, I was sitting in the front and room we were there. Yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you said something. I'm like going, oh my gosh, this is this is something I've been thinking about, and I can't text anymore because I'm too slow. So I called you, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then it comes full circle to when you when you called me or you texted me. You said I got fired, and I'm like going, oh my gosh, I just learned that sometimes we get fired, and it's okay because it's what we need it for yeah. something to come into our yes. life, and yes. it's like. Why does that happen this way? Because I used to believe in the spirit, but I don't know about how I feel about the universe thing yeah. totally, but I'm I'm so open 
to what's going on. And I, I loved your analogy here too, because with the with the new moon, what a great thing. I mean, we're December 14th. It's been a hell of a year. Right. We started today on the new moon. And it is. It's the precursor to things to come. So it is. It's just like it's just like preparing that ground yes. for something beautiful to, to crop up when it's time to harvest and stuff. And guess what? You have to go through all your growing pains to get to the harvest. Yes. The harvest is the end to start over again, but there's all that time in between and that's the where the hard work is done. Yes. Just like when I broke my foot and I had to do like I think all that hard internal work. Like I got through a lot of internal like blocks i had a lot of internal beliefs were healed because i had nothing to focus on but healing and i like this year has brought me so much closer to the universe and i think it's so funny because you were just saying that you were like i used to believe in the quote spirit you know and like i'm having a hard time or what did you say just yeah, now I just, like yeah. the universe, the universe I'm, I'm you're still just not, not sure. quite there yet but like a I don't know, at the beginning of this or at some point in this, you said you believe we all emit frequencies and that's all the universe is, is frequency. And that's all that crystal is that I gave you that's just frequencies and vibrations. We are, we are always emitting frequencies and vibrations. And when you got goosebumps, it was because we are in tune. <laughs> I'm getting the goosebumps right now. It's because when you are like getting those synchronicities from the universe, it's like, that's a little like, yes, good job. You're on the right track. Another one is if you see numbers, because in the world we live in today, in this modern world, numbers are everywhere. Numbers are on our phone, in our apps, on our clocks, like our bank, no matter what we do, money, numbers, it's always about numbers. And so the universe is going to give you messages in the way that you can receive them. Kind of like love languages. Like you receive love in certain ways. And this is like for everyone, the universe knows that in this crazy world that if we see like numbers are so important to us that it can give us messages through numbers shout out to nikola tesla because he was a really really big number like a really big um believer in the magic of numbers specifically three six nine and like the golden ratio and there's like a lot of information that we will go into on another day about the is numbers. that the fibonacci sequence too three six nine um i don't know i'll have to look that up 369, yeah, Nikola Tesla had a really, yeah, we can do a whole thing on that. It's so funny because when you start talking about numbers, I start thinking about SpaceX. I, the, this is where I, I first Nikola went. Tesla. And Tes SpaceX? It, yeah, well, so you got Elon Musk, Tesla. Oh, yeah. he, he has Tesla company. I know, yeah, Elon Musk. And you Musk, said that, and, yes. I, and all I thought about was that they just launched yes. a rocket yesterday and it landed for the seventh time and it was the 69th landing or something like that. And I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that all these numbers and math is like the universal language anyway, which is yes, just numbers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. can speak math. Yeah. So exactly. So the universe is going to, you know, I love that you just said that the universal language because the universe knows that it can speak to us with these numbers. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. <laughs> I love that you just said that. Well, it's funny too, because you said something about frequencies and everything else. And I, I do, I mean, our brains do put out a, a wave, yeah. a, a, a frequency wave. But the funny thing was that I got thinking back to your auto accident and you, your frequency waves, I would think, would be off because you both are in a different spot, you and the girl. But guess what else puts out waves? Frequencies. Cars, Colors. Colors. The shirt. You have the light coming oh, from the so sun. Right. Oh, my gosh. And it reflects off into your eyes. And it's the love loud is a rainbow prism. Oh, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, see, there we go again. Yes. But what I was going to say with the numbers is, like, if you are seeing numbers, if you're listening to this and you've been seeing 1111 or... 
1234, 1234, 133, or 333, like that, that is a little sign from your higher power, no matter what you believe in, that like you are on the track, you are doing good. That is a little pat on the back from the universe when you see numbers. And that's like where you can start believing. And then later, once you realize that to be true, you can learn more about each specific number because like 222 is gonna be different than just a two. And 123 is different than 1234. That's so, funny. What's what's four four mean? That's my number. Four four. We can look it up. We can <laughs> find out. I have this amazing little book, and it has like lots of information about the numbers and what each number means, and it has like examples. Super cool. Cool. Well, I think this this is good for today. I think that I think this kind of showcases who we are and where we want to go, and that. I mean, for me, I, I just want to make a difference in people's lives. That's when you walked in the classroom that day. I just wanted to make a difference. I could see, I could see pain. I could see hurt, but the, the thing I could see more than anything was, I could see brilliance. I could see that you just, you just shine. You walked in the room, you shine. I mean, you got beautiful red hair, beautiful blue eyes. You have beautiful rosy colored <laughs> fair skin and you had a smile on your face. And I didn't know what was going on and you start talking, but, but that's what I want. I don't, I don't care what age you are. Adults scare me, even though I'm 56 years old, <laughs> but there's people out there that need to hear that a 56 year old and a 25 year old, 24 year old can have a relationship that is all about love and trust. And we have the same relationship with my wife and you, and my son is the engineer in here recording everything. And you know, Hannah's the family. Helps yeah. is part of the family. Yeah, I always and that's say important. you're like my second dad. I mean, I remember I'm not obviously married to this person, but at one point I was engaged and I asked you, I was like, when I get married, I want you to walk me down the <laughs> aisle. And someday when I get married, I either will walk myself because I am my own woman and I don't need anyone to give me away. But if I, yeah, for real someday. I'm glad you're at that point, too, because I have a firm belief with my daughter. No man had better come ask me for her hand in marriage because I do not own her. She's not my property. Oh, yeah. But I'm like so traditional. I uh, yeah, see, that. people say that. <laughs> I'm so black and white that once I get yeah. that way, I'm like, I'm done. But yeah, so so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to keep coming and talking and have these real conversations. These conversations are real for both of us. And if you're in the room and in the presence of us, I think you could feel that you could understand yeah. that. And if you're an empath and a healer. You might understand because that was one thing that one reason why I think I gave up chiropractic is because I took on their pain. Oh, a hundred percent. Literally. Yeah. And it hurt. Yes. And I didn't yeah. like it. You have as an as an empath or just a healer in general, you have to learn how to set like specific boundaries or pick pick a, the right career. I think that was the wrong career. No, that was yeah, hundred percent that was not the right career for an empath because when you are touching them, you are just basically sucking up all of that negative energy and taking it on yourself. And I, I would 100% believe that because you, I remember one time I was in so much pain. I was pregnant and I came and I was like calling, you know, I was like, I need to calm down. And like with one adjustment, I felt so much better. And that could just be, you know, chiropractic. Chiropractic. Chiro, chiro, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, it could be the magic of that. Or it could, I think really it's because you are a healer and you were taking that and you you healed me just like i do my best to heal anyone i can <laughs> and you healed everyone i think or you were a bright light for people at the school that we went to and like we said earlier like we all gravitated towards you in high school because you were that healer and you just had such a light to you so you say i shine but i think you have been shining 
for years. Again, it, it attracts, and that's funny too, because there was never a, never a downtime for me at that school. And, the, yeah, and even the school is asking me were, to do stuff like teach nine classes in a semester. Yeah. Nine different classes. You were beloved. Everyone just wanted to Full. be your, like in your class. Crazy. And I'm, I've been out of it for a couple of years, but I'm getting back into it again. So it's time. And this helps too. Talking this out. This has been really fun. So let's save some for next time. So oh yeah, let's definitely do it. We always have something. To we need to have about. like a like an out thing, you know, like namaste or I don't know. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I don't know what Should they say. Do? What do they say? I don't know. We need to think of something. Well, we'll have to come up with something. We'll we'll come up with something. Cool. All right. Good day.